The founder of the Guardian Angels. The group dedicated to fight crime. On the streets of New York and on the air right now. Curtis Lewa on 77 WABC. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. Uh, here we are in the lunchtime edition uh, of WABC featuring yours truly, Curtis Lewa. 45 minutes of a rip and read and commentary. And we start with the man who has been anointed the professor of hip-hop rap, KRS-One, who calls the police the beast. And who was he standing with recently? Ain't no party like a mayoral Eric Adams party because a mayoral party is at the expense of us. He was standing there embracing the hip-hop mayor Eric Adams, singing this anthem, The Sound of the Police. That's the beast. And what was Eric Adams doing? He was nodding his head, thanking uh, the hip-hop rap uh, community that promotes more drive-bys, more guns, more gang-banging, more mayhem and chaos, thanking them for the honor and giving them a check for $5.5 million of our money for the hip-hop museum in the South Bronx. KRS-One. Hmm. The sound of the police, the beast. He was singing right there with Eric Adams. And what did Eric Adams do, former cop? Nodded his head. Now, was the nod to the beat or was the nod in agreement? And if you happen to be a police officer in New York City now, you are under attack. You are under siege. You've got no backup from this mayor. Where's your police commissioner, Sewell? Where is she? MIA, MIA, MIA. And all you get is hollowed rhetoric where Pat Lynch, the PBA president, says, We will find you. <laughs> Heroes in the hood. Heroes in the hood on parade. As they keep attacking police officers now who are off duty. And all of a sudden, the police acknowledge, well, there have been 19 attacks by the same individuals. By the way, they give a complete description of them down to their shoelaces on their sneakers. And never mention the color of their skin. Of course not. We wouldn't want to offend people, would we? So now the police who have been rendered impotent by Eric Adams and the city council that never refunded not a penny of the billion dollars that was taken from the police when they defunded them at the height of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Parkslope, who, thank God, is on his way to Harvard to ruin a whole new generation of poly-sized students at their expense. And, of course, the city council, many of them that are still there as DSA supporters of AOC, All Out Crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democratic Socialists of America, and Justice Warriors who hate the police. Well, let's look at this. Let's go back more than a week. Uh, hold off on KRS-One, the so-called professor of rap. Let's go down to Bushwick, Williamsburg. It was more than a week ago. Two cops in uniform doing their job. They call them the neighborhood coordination officers. Come on, that is such a soft, weak term, right? But anyway, they're in uniform, and they stop this guy who is um, on his bicycle, his e-bike, on the sidewalk. 
And then all of a sudden, a videographer, you know, Spike Lee, 40 acres in a, a mule, a wannabe, decides to not only film them, but to, like, totally humiliate, degrade, and become a hero in the hood. Keep it going, bitch. Keep it going. Keep it going. You got nothing better to do, man. You ain't no man, son. Take your up. Take your vest off and throw your back to the side, man. And square off with a real You ain't real, man. You're so lame. Take that card, nigga. Take this, this license plate right here. Now, old school ways, Lou. Okay, the cop takes all that beef because the public is watching. So they lock him up. Take him into the nearby 90th precinct. Then when he's in the cell being processed, then the cop comes in, takes his gun belt off and says, okay, you want to see who's more of a man, you or me? Or better yet, let the female police officers go in there and knock the living daylights out of him. Oh, but oh, no, we have to be sensitive. Because we have to understand, what was the trauma that this videographer went through? Why is he so bold? Why is he so brazen? Why is it he feels he can verbally attack the police, humiliate them, call them every name under the sun, and get away with it? Well, because he's now a hero in the hood. How do I know? <laughs> Go to Williamsburg and Bushwick. This guy is dancing and prancing out on the streets. Every time a squad car from the 90th Precinct passed by or the 83rd Precinct there in Bushwick, near Knickerbocker Park, you know what, Lou? He's saying, you can't touch this. You can't touch this. And all the hoods in the, in the hood are saying, that's right. We got it like that. Did the mayor say anything about this? Police commissioner have a press conference like this won't be tolerated. Are you kidding? You ever think she ever faced anything like this? Come on, what? Head of the Nassau County detectives elevated to become police commissioner to defend not just the public, but the police officers themselves. Where has she been? Oh, she gives good speeches. Hey, I could go to a Toastmasters uh, seminar and learn to give a good speech. That doesn't make a good police commissioner. Police commissioner got to be out there with the men and women, side by side with them, got to be showing solidarity. Look at what happened up in Castle Hill. Now they admit that these same mutts and skells are responsible for nine, nine times where they pull up, they jump out, they pistol whip the victims, and they're targeting off-duty cops. Oh, well, it just so happens they were an off-duty cop. What do you think, I'm a schmuck, I'm a putz? Everybody knows when a cop lives in the neighborhood, especially in the five boroughs. You can say, oh, down the block, you know, a cop lives over there. They are hunting cops. They are looking to humiliate cops. Yes, eventually they'll be clipped. They'll be arrested. And when they go on the daisy chain perp walk, they will instantaneously become heroes in the hood. Let me take you back, Lou. You're a cognoscente, 1986. Hiding under a dumpster in a South Bronx uh, housing project was Larry Davis. No, not the comedian. Larry Davis, a.k.a. (laughs) Has he changed his name? Don't they all do? Adam Abdul, who ended up having a shootout with the cops when they came for him, ended up shooting six cops, was able to escape, eventually got charged in the Bronx with attempted murder of nine cops. A whole slew 
of information that implicated him, his own fingerprints, ballistics, evidence. And in the Bronx, what happened? The hero in the hood was cut loose. Why? Because in the Bronx, if you wear a blue uniform, you're dead on arrival. If you wear the blue uniform of the Crip Street Gang, oh, hip, hip, hooray. What an outrage. Eventually, he was found guilty of killing four drug dealers, but I guess that was okay, you know, because he wanted their business. And ended up getting 25 years to life. And then, you know, for our benefit, a guy named Rosado, right there in the yard, upstate at a prison, loose, took the shank, put the shiv in him a few times, and that was it for Adam Abdul, a.k.a. Larry Davis. Defended by Kunstler and Kubi, made a hero in the hood, and now we're seeing this come full cycle. Full cycle. And what's being done? Absolutely nothing. And what does the mayor do? Of all times, he issues an executive order that cops are not to cluster. God forbid I see cops clustering. If you happen to be talking, oh, there'll be a hell of a price to pay. What what price to pay? Don't you realize cops are already retiring at record rates, taking early retirement, and leaving the job because they're being recruited by other police departments within our tri-state area and south of the Mason-Dixon line, especially in Florida. Don't you realize that you send out all the wrong signals? Remember, remember, Lou, was that moment where Eric Adams said, you know, when I was a transit cop, I used to patrol by myself. Well, hell, he was a desk jockey. This guy was never out on patrol. And in one day, he demanded the cops... In the subways that you don't even see anymore, transit cops, patrol by themselves. And a cop there at the uh, Pennsylvania Avenue station at the three train, remember the elevated line, got into a wrestling match with an EDP. They tumbled down the steps. And within 24 hours, Eric Adams rescinded that and said, oh, we're always pirouetting. We're pirouetting. We're always trying to find new ways to deal with crime. The crime is at an astronomical level. Cops are under attack. Cops are being attacked off duty. Cops can't do their job while they're on duty. Cops have been rendered impotent. Cops are leaving in record levels. Record numbers. And this mayor doesn't seem at all to be worried about it. He says, oh, this is good. This will add to the diversity. What? What are you talking about? You can't even find new recruits. He's going to have to lower the standards. Hey, maybe, Lou, the standard will be, you know, hey, you know, I always want to give somebody a second chance. If you happen to be a blood or a crypt or 18th Street or MS-13 or Trinitario or Latin King or Nieta, hey, even though you got the tats right there on your knuckles, you got them on your neck, hey, don't worry about it. That was then. This is now. We are in a dire circumstance. And then what did the mayor say recently to the old gray lady, the New York Times, that was tailing him? It's not difficult to tail this mayor because (laughs) he's so ostentatious. He rolls with the two black SUVs that we provided for him for his security, including his brother Bernard. Why, is that a joke? Remember, he was hired to protect the mayor from white supremacists, from the KKK. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. But anyway... Half of his nights are spent in a restaurant owned and operated by two brothers that he's known since he was state senator in Brooklyn. Half the time, one a convicted felon, the other one an accused felon. 
He's there half the nights of the week, starting at 9 until 12 midnight. And then he goes off downtown to the club Zero Bond and spends at least two hours there where you can wine, dine, and pocket line the mayor behind closed doors because whatever happens at the club Zero Bond stays at the Clear Bond. Now, imagine, Lou, if a police officer accepted free meals, free meals, and consorted and hung out with known felons. That would be it for the cops. They'd be strung up and left out to dry and probably would end up having to forfeit their badge. Have to give it up. Oh, yeah. But it's do as I say, not as I do. And this is from a former cop who knows better. Doesn't pay his monthly tab. Won't provide receipts. If I remember correctly, old-timers, there was a nap commission. Part of it was about cops getting free meals. Serpico, Sergeant Dirk back in the 70s. Now, if the police are prohibited from accepting free meals, why is the mayor not being investigated? And while all of a sudden Pat Lynch starts railing about attacks on cops, cops under siege, and he goes, you can run, you can hide, we will find you. Get out of here. They really believe that. They're just going to become a hero in the hood. In fact, if they do get incarcerated, and they'll be called not an inmate, an incarcerated person. But I repeat again and again, ladies and gentlemen, girl power, right? We talk about the power of women. Here's an example. Two female NYPD police officers in uniform. I'm going to say it a fourth time. Nikitas Janios and Myra Cardona Quintero of the 108th Precinct. They had to give up their badges and guns. Why? Because they were on patrol in a marked car in Long Island City near Jackson Avenue, and they saw ATVs, all-terrain vehicles, marauding through the streets and the sidewalks, going up the wrong way, and they said, enough is enough. With their sirens and lights blazing on the squad car, they took after the ATV. And now, all of a sudden, they're going to lose their jobs. Because the ATV driver who had stolen it, Angel Lopez, 22, was arrested in April in the Bronx on an attempted murder charge and cut loose by the Bronx DA. Darcel opened up the jail cells, Clark. And now the cops are being blamed for this. You know, Lou, I say, excellent. Thank you, police officers Nikitas Janios and Myra Cardona Quintero. That's one less enemy of society that we're going to have to give three hots and a cot Free optical, free dental, free trips to the law library, an opportunity to lift weights, right, to to build up on their physical ability to go out there and resist arrest and not get charged by Darcel Clark, Alvin Bragg, or Eric Gonzalez, the three DAs who see no evil, speak no evil, and do nothing. New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. If you want to have fun, you do something. If you want to have fun, you do something. Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. If you want to have fun, you Oh, yeah, Lou. This was the anthem of the dysfunctional degenerates of Jersey Shore. Seaside Heights, and then, you know, they go over to DJs at Belmar, raise the roof. And they jump in the hot tub, right? Love to be in that hot tub. By the way, no Jimmy Caps, please. No protection from sexually transmitted diseases. But uh, 
You know, that uh, promo there, Lou, says expert on New York, but I am anointing myself the expert on New Jersey here at WABC since my hosts, uh, fellow hosts and hostesses act like New Jersey doesn't exist. Well, let me tell you something. I've done the analytics. I've been here a long time, as many of you know. A total of 33 years that I've been in talk radio, 29 here at WABC, uh, which at times is always broadcasting, Curtis. And I know the per capita, per person, the most number of listeners we have is in New Jersey, northern New Jersey, central New Jersey. And we pay little, if any, attention in New Jersey. Why? Because we're all New York-centric. We all live in New York City. Uh, To us, the whole world revolves around New York City, not... So just know, we're going to give you a dose of the Garden State. By the way, there is one host of ours who loves New Jersey, but for a different reason, Atlantic City. That's Frank Morano. By the way, Frank Morano, if he had uh, been shooting craps and playing baccarat or roulette, could have gone for a swim on the beach in Atlantic City, which I never liked. You know, they got all that grass. They pretty much build it up with sand dunes. It's Aesthetically, it's a lousy beach. But then again, people really don't go to Atlantic City for the beach. But those that did yesterday, the temperature, 84 degrees, Lou, in the Atlantic Ocean. 84 degrees. You don't need to go to a hot tub and hang out with the dysfunctional, degenerate now... uh, I guess almost senior citizens, right, from the Jersey Shore. Pretty soon they'll be AARP. But you can just hang out in the Atlantic Ocean. And by the way, what happens when it gets warm in the oceans, Lou? The sharks come closer to shore, right? But have no fear, unlike Quag out in Southampton. Unlike Robin Moses State Park. Unlike uh, the Irish Riviera going out to Breezy Point. Fear not, because going up and down from Wildwood to Point Pleasant and back, Shamu, El Jefe, Chris Christie, keeping those uh, sharks away. Orca the whale. I mean, look at that. Now, is this attributable to climate uh, uh, climate change and global warming? I think so. Others would say, oh, no, it's the oceanic mood. It swings. It has everything to do with the winds. Yeah, I'll bet on uh, global warming climate change. 83 degrees in the Atlantic Ocean, huh? You think Frank Morano has time to leave the crap tables and go into the water? Not. By the way, on the weekend, you want to listen. I'm offering a remedy to Frank who loves to drink uh, cocktails. Six before noon. Uh, Psychedelics are now being offered to those who have a drinking problem and shrooms. Oh, we're going to have a really good discussion on all of this. It seems like we've come full circle to the Psychedelic Shack. That's where it's at. That's right, that classic temptation song of the 60s. Going from uh, not banning alcohol but promoting alcohol and as a remedy to alcohol abuse, now you take shrooms and you drop LSD. Anyway, we'll do that on the weekend when WABC stands for Always Broadcasting. Curtis, it is caller-driven. If you haven't heard it, I don't take any guess whatsoever. It's me and you, the callers, and we get into subject matters that you never really hear explored here. At any time of the day or night uh, of WABC, it's totally theater of the mind. Continuing on the Jersey Beat, that unfortunately too many here at WABC have window shades on their eyes, too. New Jersey's largest school district, run by Roz Baraka, former principal, 
Southside High School. You know who used to teach there? Sharp James. That's right. Sharpie Sharp James. That crook. Ros Baraka still insists that if your kids are going to go to school, and I recommend that they not go to the public school system in Newark unless you absolutely have to. Oh, my God. Don't. If, if any way you can keep your kids out of the public school system, get them into a charter school, lie and say that you're a resident of, of Bellevue uh, and communities surrounding uh, Newark in Essex County, I am giving you uh, the license to lie on behalf of your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, whoever it is that's stuck going to Newark public schools. But anyway, if they do attend Newark public schools right after Labor Day, Guess what they're going to have to be wearing? It's not bulletproof body condoms for all the violence in the streets in Newark. No, they're going to have to wear masks. Lou, can you imagine this? You're in um, any number of high schools in Newark. Let's say Southside High School, very tough school, Central High School. And you're going to be telling these thugs and thugettes that they got to keep their masks on? Get out of here. What is Raj Baraka doing there? Not only is he overseeing a crime wave there and exporting carjackers to Staten Island and out to Nassau County and Suffolk County where they steal your catalytic converters or steal your car and drive them over the Outer Bridge Crossing and into the belly of ships in the port of Newark and Elizabeth. And next stop is Dubai, UAE, Bahrain with the license plates on or they just steal your catalytic converters. I mean, let's face it. It's the only school district left where you're going to be required to wear masks. And then, uh, oh, that Governor Murphy, who gets away with murder. Yes, gets away with murder. Now, most of our focus have been on the former governor, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Faccia Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, for the 16,000 senior citizens that died on his watch because of his executive order after the lockdown uh, and the pandemic of March of 2020, in which he sent seniors who were in hospitals infected with covid Back to the senior citizen homes, and it spread like wildfire, killed hundreds, killed thousands. And he still hasn't been charged with any of that. Although we're well aware, because we're so New York-centric with our news, oftentimes not focusing on New Jersey. And it's not just here at WABC, but the mass media in general. That there are 41 new lawsuits now have been filed against half in the bag Governor Murphy who's been accused since early in the pandemic of failing to protect the residents and employees of nursing and veterans' homes. Veteran home staffers have filed 41 lawsuits against the Murphy administration this month alone. How come we don't give the same amount of attention to half in the bag Murphy, who has spent most of this summer at his Italian villa, $28 million villa, and not doing the work of the people in Trenton, and I still ask our New Jersey listeners, are you maskers? Why didn't you elect Citarelli, who was right on the cusp of victory, the Republican candidate, the alternative? Do you really like Murphy calling you all knuckleheads from Italy, phoning it in, and then more importantly, being able to dodge responsibility for the thousands of elderly nursing home patients that he too signed an executive order for? and transferred them from uh, hospitals into long-term senior citizen care units, just like Andrew Evilized Cuomo. Well, I promise you all here, I will continue to focus on New Jersey because, as I have said ad nauseum, 
Check the analytics. Per person, per capita, more people listen to WABC in northern and central New Jersey than anywhere else in the tri-state area. And I will honor, I will honor your loyalty, going way back to the king of talk radio, Bob Grant, when he held those amazing public sit-downs and live air performances from 3 to 7 at the old Rio Diner in Woodbridge, New Jersey. I know I was at many of them. Oh! But wait a second, we have an update. Update, Lou. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For a small fee in America. Uh, there they were, five brand new Greyhound buses that arrived at the Port Authority. I noticed that most of those arri- arriving again were young adult males. As they were getting a swag bag courtesy of the taxpayers, the suckers of New York City. The Eric Adams administration, which is at war with uh, Governor Abbott, who now is sending the buses here instead of Washington, and it's for a reason. Because the mayor has not resisted the temptation of taking the limelight off this uh, issue. And centering it on Nueva York instead of Washington, D.C., where, yes, he has returned after a two-week vacation, being in the basement in a friend's home in South Carolina, a contributor, and along the Delaware shore. That's right. Papa Chulo, Joe Biden. Underlay, underlay, underlay. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? No, they're not going to D.C. anymore. Lou, they're being rerouted to New York. And you know who's helped rerouting them? Cardinal Dolan and Catholic Charities, who's going to be making a lot of money in all the contracts that are going to be issued to their nonprofits to care for these illegal aliens. By the way, once again, no sponsor, no background checks, no medical tests for polio, TB, malaria, COVID-19, any of the variants, and of course, monkeypox. Underlay, underlay, come on in. And they're ready to be housed in the Milford Plaza, 1,300 rooms uh, available, 600 now to be occupied by the illegals who have crossed the border. And all they have to do, even when they're caught by Lemigra, Immigration and Naturalization Service, ICE, detested, hated, loathed by our elected Democratic officials who call them thugs, not 18th Street, not MS-13, not Trinitarios, they call ICE thugs. But now all of a sudden... More and more are coming in because the cell phones that we're giving them, the Obama phones, they are taking selfies and sending back to their country of origin and saying, hey, you got to come to Nueva York. You get everything for free. Nothing, as we know in life, is for free. And we're still awaiting to hear from the Eric Adams administration, the swagger man with no plan. Who's going to pay for all this? They say they're in negotiations with uh, Papa Chulo, Joe Biden. Um, Still no word on who's paying for all of this. Either way, if it's the feds, if it's crime wave Kathy Holcomb who has welcomed them and said, oh, they can fill the void of all the help-wanted posters that I see when I walk the streets of Manhattan and Albany and when I'm upstate uh, and I'm slopping the hogs and I'm milking the cows and I'm fertilizing the fields in my attempt to be reelected to cast evil damnation on all of you. If ever a reason, ladies and gentlemen, you must get out in mass on November 8th, regardless of the fact you're a Democrat, conservative, independent, uh, 
Republican, whatever you are, you got to vote for Congressman Lee Zeldin and his lieutenant governor partner, Esposito, to save our state. Because if it's up to Governor Crime Wave Holcomb, who is full of nonsense, that's why I call her Holcomb, she will welcome even more illegal aliens, supposedly to fill the labor void. But then again, the idiot that she is, Grandma, doesn't understand that those jobs require that, yes, you be legal citizens, or you have a green card, or you have a work visa. If not, you technically cannot be paid under the table, Lou. Uh, but let's look. Let's look. Hold on a second. We got more arriving. 10,000 Ukrainians refugees are expected to arrive in New York City. And this was announced yesterday on the 31st uh, anniversary of the independence of the Ukraine from uh, the evil Soviet empire. And as they continue to be bombed, uh, as Putin would like to turn all the Ukraine into a glass highway. Now, look at the difference here. And I know a lot of Republicans have been saying to me, yeah, we got to welcome the Ukrainians. Because, you know, eventually they'll register as Republicans. They'll be so thankful to Republican values, just like they are in Brighton Beach, uh, down in Bensonhurst now and Sheepshead Bay and the South Shore of Staten Island and the Jersey Shore. And I know I'll be at the Brighton Jubilee on Sunday at 12 noon when it starts right there, strolling up and down with the Russians and Ukrainians. And they'll be telling me, yeah, yeah, we got to welcome the 10,000. Well, look at the difference, Lou. Participants coming from the Ukraine must have sponsors who will greet them upon arrival and ensure that they have a safe and appropriate place to stay for the duration. And if they can't pay their own bills, the sponsor has to pay the bills. Wow, that's what happened years and years ago when many of our grandparents came to America. They had to have a sponsor at Ellis Island, unless they were boat jumpers. You know, there were a group of those, Lou, right before they came into the port of New York and saw the Statue of Liberty. They actually jumped ship. And they swam ashore to the Jersey Shore. They tried to make it to Staten Island or wherever they can make it. And they were called boat jumpers. There's actually a club uh, that celebrates them now. Their great, great, great uh, grandchildren right there in Garfield, New Jersey. Uh, I wouldn't suggest going to it because when they have their meetings, you'd have to wash their mouths out with Fells, Naphtha Soap if you're a Gentile, and Rokish if you happen to be Jewish because they dropped the F-bomb a lot. How do I know I was there? But notice... The Ukrainians, they have to meet certain standards that the illegals crossing the border from Mexico are not required to meet. And then lastly, yes, Lou, Harvey Weinstein, the perv of all pervs, recently was caught with milk duds that he had purloined and put underneath his cot at L.A. County Jail, oh yeah, and then thrown in the bing. He's going to have an opportunity to come back to New York. That's right, an appeal of the fact that he raped, he assaulted, he perved. Everybody knows that. And on the same day, George Foreman, who everybody loves, right? George Foreman with his grill. George Foreman, the lovable heavyweight. George Foreman is is facing potentially rape charges. They claim from two teenagers back in the 1970s when he was in California. Wow, this never ends. But guess what? Oh! He's coming back.
He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, Lou, he has reemerged. General Chucky e. Cheese Schumer, the schmuck the putz, once again has called upon all of us citizens to unite in the destruction of the lantern fly. He originally wanted $22 million in this war. He now says that the FDA and the USDA must do more. They must do more, Lou. And when reporters were saying, Senator, Senator, what about inflation? Screw inflation, he says. This is a freaking war. This is a war we can win. We had to put our tails to our legs when President Biden ordered us to immediately evacuate from Afghanistan. Victory to the Taliban. And oh, oh, the loss, the destruction. And the waste of billions and billions of dollars in Afghanistan. We will not have a reoccurrence. He announced yesterday that pockets of upstate New York are now infested with the invasive spotted lanternfly. The Finger Lakes wineries, tourism, and upstate crops are at risk. He says we all need to do more. And then all of a sudden his allies have indicated that this is the time, Lou. This is the time. To attack, squish, and destroy the lantern flying because they are copulating and fornicating everywhere. They're not worried about monkey pox and sexually transmitted diseases because they hear. They hear the sound of the mating call. And people are noticing them in huge numbers. Our own Matt Waning, who is the producer of the uh, roundtable discussion at 5 o'clock with our own John Katzmatidis, has says that he has seen them everywhere, jumping and gliding. And August is a busy time. They're mating. They're laying eggs before winter comes. And they're particularly active this time of year. By late August, the horned dog bugs, which are native to China and Southeast Asia, can we say that? Will this spur more attacks on Asian Americans in the increasing wave of violence against Asians? I don't think so. They have black spots, gray wings, and the more, the more they are sexually obsessed to procreate, Lou, all of a sudden their wings turn red. And many have said, ah, now it's very easy to spot them. You see them. They're making love on windowsills, gleaming Manhattan skyscrapers, lounging on wooden telephone poles, and prowling Central Park for hookups, including in the rambles. How do we know? Some of the lanternflies might be gay. They might be binary. They might be non-binary. They might be bisexual. Anyway, there is uh, an increased number in the past month as adults have matured larger and more active than ever before. And these are just some of the Upper West Side liberals and progressives who are anti-war, were pro-Nadler, and naturally pro-Schumer, who told them, go out and vote for Nadler against Maloney. Quote, over the past couple of days, I've killed maybe ten. High five, high five. These are the Upper West Side people. Peace, love, and happiness. Another Upper West Sider said, I killed one outside of Starbucks this morning. 
And I don't feel bad about that at all because Schumer has ordered me to do that. I love Schumer, who loves Nadler, and that's why I voted for Nadler. Another woman says yesterday I was screaming when they were flying all over the place near me. I was screaming, oh, my God, I get to kill lanternflies and join the army to destroy them. By the way, Lou, you notice you don't see any of them in the projects. Why is it the lanternflies do not go into the projects? Because they ain't crazy. They don't want to be collateral damage from all the gunshots going back and forth. And there are five ways that have been indicated by the son of an exterminator. That's right. The schmuck, the putz, Chuck E. Cheese, Schumer's father was an exterminator. Number one, you got to squish him with your foot or an object. Now be fast and sneaky like a ninja because these suckers are quick. When you're sure the bug has met its maker, log the kill on the Squisher app created to help eradicate the wing jerks. You must do that. Find their eggs on trees. Crush them. Abort their unborn babies, even if you're pro-life. Stick it to them. Fly tape. Blast them with bug spray. This is a war for survival. And meantime, though, on the other side, my wife and others have accused uh, Chuck Schumer of lanternfly genocide. And along with others, they have become conscientious objectors. They have said in growing numbers, wait a second, some are vegans who find killing even pests wrong. Others doubt the threat lanternflies pose have been repulsed by the glee surrounding lanternfly annihilation. When they see their fellow neighbors on the Upper West Side dancing the horror and the tarantella saying, I got one for Chuck. I got one for General Schumer. No, they have said lanternflies are too cute to kill. They have seen them in front of their buildings. They have seen them on their windowsills like my own wife, Nancy, and they have said they have joined the war resistors. They are the conscious, conscientious objectors. They are going through the park in Central Park to warn the lanternflies. Beware the liberals and progressives who hate war, who hate death, who are against the death penalty, have been given their orders by General Schumer to go out and squish all of you. And they are gathering them up as we speak. And yes, Lou, along with my 18 rescue cats, I now have an apartment full of lanternflies. We have become a sanctuary for the lanternflies who are under attack and siege. The question is, whose side are you on, ladies and gentlemen? The side of death, destruction, and lanternfly genocide, Chuck Schumer, or the side of my wife, who is the conscientious objector, leader, and saying, save the lanternfly, save them!